Friday. It's 12 minutes past 11. I'm going to invite you to join us on Facebook Live, especially if you're a sport fan. And I think if you're a football fan, today is a very, uh, well, special is the wrong word, significant, shall we say. Hello to Danny Hicks. How are you? Good morning, Phil. Yeah, very well. Yeah, you say significant. We all woke up yesterday to the news that Diego Maradona had died at the uh, ridiculously young age of 60. I mean, obviously health problems we knew about, but one of the greatest footballers, we can have the debate in a little while about who's the greatest of all time, but undoubtedly one of the greatest footballers of all time, uh, the Argentine legend. Uh, and he's been laid to rest this morning, just a couple of hours ago. He's been buried in a family plot at the Bella Vista Cemetery, uh, about 40 kilometers outside Buenos Aires. Mm-hmm. And he's back with his mum and dad, his beloved mum and dad. Uh, he's been buried alongside his mum, Dama Salvadoro Franco, known as Dona Tota, to everyone, and his dad, Don Diego Maradona. Um, who featured heavily in the, if you've seen the, the documentary, the Asif Kapadia documentary about his years at Napoli, mm. um, which is a brilliant, brilliant watch, and I recommend it. I think Marshy might even mention it in his movie time coming up. Probably not, so, unless it's got lasers in it. <laughs> no, he did. On the, I noticed on Facebook yesterday, he, uh, he, he recommended everybody watch it again or, or, or watch it for the first time if you haven't. And I, I echo that. I watched it again last night, and uh, his dad featured heavily in that and his mum as well, uh, about his life. That is a tumultuous time in, in Napoli. And, and last night in the, the UEFA Europa League, Napoli played, and they paid tribute fans outside the stadium, uh, letting off flares and, and celebrating his life. And the players all took to the field wearing the number 10 Maradona shirt, his Napoli shirt that he made so famous, took them to their only two league titles in history in 1987 and 1990. Um, private ceremony, the funeral, uh, vast contrast to the scenes we saw throughout the day uh, today in Buenos Aires where hundreds of thousands of people queued up to pay their respects, filed past his coffin. Uh, he was allowed to lay in state in the presidential palace. That mm. is not something that's reserved for many people in Argentina. Um, an absolute national hero, an icon, man who led them to the the World Cup in 1986, of course. Uh, unfortunately, the send-off wasn't quite so peaceful as the funeral. Um, some trouble broke out. Too many people trying to get in and pushing in to try and see uh, Diego. Very grief-stricken, very emotional scenes. Unfortunately, the police had to step in rubber bullets. We saw tear gas. Um, but there are three days of national mourning in Buenos Aires for undoubtedly the, the greatest sportsman the country has ever produced, Argentina. Um, and of course, he died of a heart attack, um, brain surgery earlier this month. Uh, we thought had been successful. He was recovering from that, but unfortunately, suffered a heart attack and died uh, just what sort of a day and a half ago now, 36 hours ago or so, of a heart attack. He's already been played, laid to rest. Um, but of course, he'll always be remembered, remembered worldwide for leading Argentina to triumph in the 1986 World Cup. I mean, almost single-handedly, Argentina were not fancied coming into that World Cup tournament 34 years ago. They um, they'd struggled through South American qualifying. They were really not fancied at all when they got there. They were booed. They were they were jeered by their own fans. But they picked it up. They got to the quarterfinal, largely because of Maradona, 
and his sheer force of will as well as his great skill. Mm. And of course, in the quarterfinal, they faced England, having lost the Falklands War to England just four years earlier. This was Builder's war on the pitch. Maradona versus England, Argentina versus England, sure. the chance for the country to get revenge. The emotion, the passion in the Azteca Stadium in Mexico, 100,000 fans. The atmosphere was unbelievable. Uh, and for 60 minutes or so, England held their own against Maradona. They closed him down and they did what they had to do, but they couldn't suppress him completely. And then, of course, came what was known as the hand of God goal um, from Maradona. Looping ball over the uh, sort of looping one to... He went up for the ball. Peter Shilton came out to punch it, the England goalkeeper. <laughs> Maradona, five foot five, beat a six foot goalkeeper to the ball. And uh, everyone thought he'd nodded in, but he hadn't. He'd put it in with his, uh, with his fist. He got there first. He punched it in. The linesman didn't see it. The referee didn't see it. All the England players saw it. I'm sure all the Argentina players saw it. Uh, Maradona looked to the linesman and ran off in celebration. The commentators were aghast. The England players complained, but the goal stood. And uh, later, of course, he said, um, "He said I scored that goal a little with the head of Maradona, but also a little with, with the, the hand, hand of God." God. Yeah. And uh, it became known as the hand of God goal. Of course, England fans enraged, Argentina fans in raptures. But just four minutes later, he put the game to bed with this. Maradona turns like a little eel and comes away from trouble. Little squat man comes inside Butcher, leaves him for dead. Outside Fennec leaves him for dead and puts the ball away. And that is why Maradona is the greatest player in the world. He buried the English defence. He picked up that ball 40 yards out. First he left one man for dead. First he went past Saxon. It's a goal of great quality by a player of the greatest quality. It's England the nil, Argentina two. The first goal should never have been allowed. But Maradona has put the seal on his greatness. He's left it thumbprint on this World Cup. He scored a goal that England just couldn't cope with. They couldn't face up to. It was beyond their ability. It's England nil, Diego Maradona two. Wow, that just... That's the, still you want to applaud that and it's all those years old, yeah, don't you? <laughs> just wasn't that commentary brilliant, Peter Jones? That is just one of the best pieces of radio commentary. It really is. Here, little burning. And he, a goal of great quality from a player of the greatest quality. I it's mean, England what a line. <laughs> how good. England couldn't cope with it. I mean, how good was that? And yeah. it still makes the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. Um, I'll never forget it. I would... It's one of those moments in sport where anybody who witnessed it always remembers where they were. Which the pub were you in, Danny? Well, I, I was in a field at the Glastonbury <laughs> Festival, could you believe? Really, yeah, I was 22 years old. It was uh, a Sunday, the, the midsummer Sunday in June. Uh, it was about five o'clock in the afternoon uh, with the time difference from Mexico. Um, they set up a big screen in a field for us to watch the game. And I was spitting tacks about the first goal still yeah. when he did that. And we all applauded. I mean, you just had to applaud. Um, where where were you, listeners, when, <laughs> when, when that goal went in? Tell me where you were. Join us on Facebook Live if you want to. I mean, it's always fun when you do. I will try and get to my morning brew emails. But uh, bang us up one on Facebook because that's we will definitely see. Where were you? when the hand of God occurred. All the right. hand of God, and then the goal of the century. That was voted by FIFA 
as their goal of the century, the goal of the 20th century. Within four minutes, he went from infamy to majesty. What a player he was. And, of course, went on to score two more goals in the semi-final. And uh, a brilliant final against West Germany, which, which uh, Argentina led 2-0. Germany came back to, to level it with just five minutes to go. Uh, and Argentina got the winner from a wonderful through ball from from uh, Maradona to set up the winning goal. And he lifted the World Cup and became immortal in that moment in the eyes of Argentina and the world of sport. Then went on to lead Napoli to its first ever Scudettos in Italy. Checkered uh, time in Napoli. Cocaine addiction started to kick in. Was never quite the same again, but still through sheer force of will led Argentina uh, in to the final of the 1990 World Cup, where they uh, lost to Germany this time in, in one of the worst games. The 86 final was one of the best finals you'll see. The, the 1990 final was one of the worst. Um, but on the way to that 1990 final, they beat Italy, his adopted home. And the semi-final of all places was in the San Paolo Stadium in Napoli where the Naples fans were torn between do they support Italy or do they support Maradona, hmm. their absolute number one player. The, the politics around it, the, 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 the scandal around it, because Na Maradona said, you know, the South, Napoli is, is regarded, they were regarded as the poor man of Europe, the poor man of Italy at the time. Hmm. Uh, Italians, northern Italians, rich northern Italians, looked down their nose at them. It was a very poor city when they got Maradona. And Maradona went public before the game and said, Napoli isn't a part of Italy. All Naples fans should be supporting Argentina. <laughs> and it created uproar. The man was controversial through and through, and that's why everyone loved him. Hold on a second. If you'd like to join in with this, Danny is getting really... Um, I love it when you get, you know, all emotional and stuff. Join us on Facebook Live Morning Brews, the page. It's 22 minutes past 11 o'clock right now. So, Danny, let's carry on, eh? Yeah, I mean... What do we say about him? He was the boy from the slums. He, he grew up in the slums, the favelas, you'd call them in Brazil, but the abject slums in, in Buenos Aires, mm -hmm. uh, Argentinos Juniors, Boca Juniors. Barcelona, unsuccessful time at Barcelona, two years there. Uh, checkered with injury, really. He had his ankle broken by a, by a Bilbao enforcer uh, um, um, and never really made it at Barcelona. But boy, did he make a difference when he went to Napoli. And that's what the Asif Kapadi, a Diego Maradona film is about. Yeah. It starts off the film. I have to talk about Go it. On, it's like a car chase. It's like the Italian job. is a car chase <laughs> through the streets of Napoli in these Fiat's. And it's Maradona being taken to the stadium for his to sign on in his first press conference. It is madness. And it just keeps going from there. And it's all documentary footage. Most, most of it never unearthed before. Mm -hmm. um, a brilliant piece of work. Watch it if you love Maradona. Or just football. See the story behind the man and how he... The first press conference question was, um, do you know what Camaras money is? And Camaras being the mafia in Naples, which is largely thought to have bought him. And the president throwing out the reporter saying this is... a to everyone but of course he did get in heavily involved with the mobsters there that got him into cocaine and other things in trouble later on but um he was an icon always in argentina mobbed wherever he went from from teenage years really and gary lineker the england the former england player who um uh, and and obviously england one of england's top goal scorers won the golden boot in that 1986 world cup and of course he played in that match against maradona that famous uh, goal of the century, hand of God goal. Mm. And uh, 
he talked this week about Maradona. In 86, he was just, he was just unplayable. I mean, I know you talk about the hand of God goal and we could argue about that, but, but the other goal he scored in that game, and to do what he did, that little pivot and turn on the halfway line and then go past the players like they weren't there, uh, was, was just a, a most remarkable thing. It's the closest in my life that I've ever felt like I ought to applaud someone else scoring a goal. Obviously, I didn't because <laughs> you get destroyed back home. But he was, <laughs> he he was, was head and shoulders. Did you imagine on the headlines back home? <laughs> <laughs> the England centre-forward had stood there and applauded the opponent in a World Cup quarter-final scoring a goal. But you know what he means. When I you do. see that goal, when you hear it again, you just want to stand up and just say, that is too good, that was too good. And the debate will go on forever about who's the greatest footballer of all time. Was it Pele? Was it Maradona? Is it Messi? Is it Ronaldo? Is it somewhere? I think everyone leans towards Maradona simply because we have all the footage of him. We saw him. He played in Europe. Pele never played in Europe. So what our memories of Pele are always from World Cups only or from fleeting appearances mm. in Europe. Um, whereas we kind of have everything from Maradona's career. And I think that's why a lot of people leave. But maybe... If Pele had played in Europe, he would be regarded as the great. I mean, many people do regard him as the greatest of all time. I, I, I didn't see enough of him, and I was a bit young to know. But certainly, the greatest. I think, and it's different. It's difficult to compare players from different generations because they didn't play against each other. We've got Messi and Ronaldo now. I think it's fair to make comparisons. They played at the same time. They're playing against each other, uh, you know, in European Championship, uh, in World Cups. In, in European Cups and so on. Um, and for Barcelona and Real Madrid and rivals is things like that. But um, it's difficult to compare it because, you know, so many great players down the years that I never saw. Well, Eusebio of Portugal, Di Stefano, the great Real Madrid player. Um, and you just can't compare them. So I think the best thing you can say is that Maradona was undoubtedly the greatest of his generation and one of the greatest of all time. And the human need to have a a greatest, a bit of completion. In any sport, it rages on, doesn't it? Who's the greatest batsman? Who's the greatest golfer? Tiger Woods, Jack Nicklaus, whatever. You know, um, I, I think it's unfair to compare players, golfers, anything from different eras uh, mm. because the game changes. Maradona was kicked to death during his career because defenders were allowed to do it then. Messi and Ronaldo play a different type of football now because the kit is different, the ball is lighter, and defenders are not allowed to break their legs for fun, basically, <laughs> which is what happened to Maradona a lot of the time. He, he says in that documentary, he had to change his game when he went to Napoli because the defenders were taking him out. He had to learn how to, when to speed up, when to slow down, how to beat the defenders again yeah. because all they were going to do was going to kick him. And there's been lots of tributes this week. And I think, um, uh, you know... It, it's kind of fitting that, um, you know, the Euro Europa League last night, as I say, Napoli paid tribute to him. But after Tottenham's win against Ludogorets last night, Jose Mourinho, who's a man, the Tottenham manager, of course, but a man who knew Diego Maradona very, very well and became a friend of his, he talked about him after Spurs' win last night. And let's leave the final word on him with Jose Mourinho. There is Diego and there is Maradona. Maradona is, is forever. Maradona is is for the world and we will never forget what he is. Diego is a different story. He would never call me today because today I'm happy, I won. He would never call me today. Uh, he would always call in a difficult moment with a bad result, with, with 
something like that. We would always call to say, Mo, you are the best. Never forget that. And uh, I still have a smile on, on my face because uh, with him is impossible not to have a smile on, on your face. Every minute I spent with him was to enjoy and to love. Yeah, lovely words there from Jose Mourinho and, and so say all of us who, who ever saw him play. I saw I, I final word for Jose Mourinho, but final word for myself. I did see Diego Maradona play once live and it was in a Tottenham shirt in Osvaldo Adiles' testimonial, his great Argentine teammate, played for Spurs. And Maradona was just nothing less than captivating the whole game and the whole evening. Uh, rest in peace, Diego. Well, thank you very much, Danny. That's where we're going to leave it. Danny Hicks with Sports and All. He'll be back at the same time next week. That was lovely listening to the stories and the passion from our man in Chiang Kuan-o.